This episode is brought to you by the Wander Creative Lightroom presets. These presets made for both mobile and desktop versions of Lightroom will transform your photos, helping you create a more cohesive feed. Welcome to the Wander Creative Podcast, your guide to digital marketing. We'll be talking about everything from organic social media to paid advertising, as well as many other topics. So join us as we journey through the ever-changing world of digital marketing. Hey, 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 you have Dan and Monica here. Hello. Very excited uh, to be hosting another, you know, Wander Creative podcast. Oh. Um, Thank you to all who are listening right now. Uh, Today we'll be discussing uh, what it means to develop a cohesive social media feed. Um, So Monica is here, our social media manager, director, boss, artist. Oh, Uh, yeah, she's she's fun titles. Yeah, social media queen. Um, And and Dan dabbles in photography, so I feel like this is a good conversation for both of us right now because we both are kind of passionate about this topic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, cohesive feed as well as just like aesthetic between you and I, we care about that. You know, like. We um, really do. It do be like that. And I think <laughs> I think it's even like when we post photos, it's like you and I both consider what would this look like on my overall feed. Yeah. I try not to have like two blue photos next to each other or, you know, yeah. like there's so much to it. Yeah. We can really dive is. into all of that. Um, so very excited. Yeah. So anyways, um, do you want right to just dive right it. in? Yeah. So I think kind of starting um, – Let's talk about maybe the philosophy a little bit behind it. You know, why is it important to have a cohesive feed? What do you think? I think for me, I mean, I feel like for the two of us, it's something that it's almost more of like just a love for like aesthetics and the way things Mm -hmm. look. And it may sound kind of shallow for some people who don't necessarily like get that or really care too much about it. But I think like... You know, when it comes to brands and businesses and stuff, it is good to have some type of cohesion on your social feeds just for, like, memorability. Is that a word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just to, like, give you kind of, like, a way to associate. Like, you see a post come up on your feed and you automatically know, oh, it's probably that brand that posted it because you recognize, like, their style. And, you know, if it is a good, like, if it matches their a brand well, Mm -hmm. then I just feel like that makes a brand more memorable and easier to recognize, which I feel like is really important um, in social media and marketing and all of that. So That's so true. In fact, let me look this up really quick. We were discussing brands that have cohesive feeds and, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, like when you see a photo and you could be like, I know what, I know who posted that right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a company called Black Paris. And if you guys are seeing this right now, it's like, as you scroll down, it is truly just really, int- like, everything they post is matte black. Can you um, show it to me again? Just yeah. flip it. Yeah, that is really good. Yeah. And I feel like that's an example of, like, yeah. a very, very structured cohesive yeah, feed. Like, I, mean, I, I almost like feel like aggressive. there's, like, yes. <laughs> I almost feel like there's, like, certain levels of yeah. cohesive feeds, and I feel like it can be intimidating to some people who maybe don't feel like they have an eye for that type of thing. Yeah. Um, 
to keep up that cohesion and, yes. you know, whatever. So that's kind of something that we're going to dive into too, is like the ways that you can create a cohesive feed for yourself. And it's not as difficult as you might think. So Whoa. that's good news. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So you let it kind of right into that. How do you create a co cohesive feed then? Um, I think, you know, it's important to know your self, your brand, mm -hmm. um, know kind of your own vibes. Like what are you trying to go for? Like I think like when you think about Wander, we have our brand colors. It's like mm -hmm. blues and grays and neutrals. Yeah. And so I think when we think about that, it's easy to kind of build our feed based on that. Like mm -hmm. when I make graphics, I'm sure to use our brand. Like I have our brand colors set up in Canva. And so I can just kind of use those and variations of those when I'm making graphics. And mm -hmm. so things like that is just kind of thinking like, think about your brand, think about like kind of the colors that come to mind, like think about yeah. your brand's message and maybe try to create a vision that goes along with that. Um, I would say that's probably the best place to start in going about creating a cohesive feed. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? No, I, you have anything I mean, to Yeah. Add? You, I mean, you spearheaded what our socials looked like. I mean, they were, you know, they, they showcased our work before you came on the team but when you came on, you really brought that element of like, we're going to incorporate the brand's colors mm -hmm. really well. And we're going to do it in a way to where it's like, yeah, when I see it, I'm not. The cool thing is you've kind of walked that line of like, I'm not sick of seeing the types of posts that we post, you know, mm -hmm. and like, it's not like, OK, Black Paris, like we had talked about. That's that is almost aggressively to where it's like, OK, I get it. Every you guys are all in the black same, stuff, you yeah. know. Um, but for us, it's like you switch it up, but I'm able to see it and recognize the branding. Um, and then when you look at our grid on Instagram, you know, that's it's like, okay, yeah, it's very cohesive. They are a brand, but also still showcasing how we serve our clients, what our projects are and stuff right. like that. And so, and that's the thing, like you want it all to flow together. Well, I know we talked about this in a previous episode about like just being authentic and like true to your brand mm -hmm. and stuff. And I feel like that needs to be the case for your feed as well, like, yeah, which it does take a little bit of strategy and kind of planning, like how you want certain things to look. But if you're sticking to like what is true to your brand and like the colors that you think fit, like the fonts, the even the types of pictures you're posting, um, all of that plays into it and helps make up your cohesive feed. That's, that's totally true. Um, and I love that. So I think that kind of looking at all of those elements that incorporate into creating a cohesive feed, you know, what would you say your favorite tools are um, in doing that? Yeah. So I like to use the good thing about this. Like, I don't think that it needs to be like, you don't have to be like a Photoshop master to like have yeah. a cohesive feed. Like I like to use, for graphics and stuff, like I use things like Canva, Unfold, like there's so many different apps that you can get to make your own like graphics and story templates and things like that just to kind of spice up the look of your feed. And I always like to kind of mix graphics and like normal photos. I feel like that creates a good like variation on your feed. Mm -hmm. And so in terms of like photo editing, I know Dan does a lot of our own photo editing like internally, but... 
when I'm posting like to my own socials or whatever, I usually just use like Lightroom. Mm -hmm. Visco has a lot of cool filters. I like Lightroom though, because you can kind of make your own presets and we actually have Lightroom presets at Wander. That's a shameless plug. But seriously, like having presets already made that you can just adjust Mm -hmm. in like a couple clicks makes it go so much smoother and faster takes out a lot of the guesswork of how you're going to edit a picture and it helps keep the cohesion. So yeah, I definitely love using those. Yeah. Um, And I mean, for those listening, you know, and I can put it on the screen for those watching the uh, video podcast, but there you can go ahead and see our Lightroom presets. Um, We are adding new ones regularly. Uh, We actually have a new one coming out soon um, that does focus on kind of matte blacks and skin tones. Mm -hmm. So um, and that, you know, by the time this podcast is out, we'll probably already be released, but, um, very excited about that. And I think to jump in on that really quick too, a misconception about presets is that it is one and done. You apply it and you're good. And Monica, something you said earlier was like, it rings true is that, po- uh, presets are, you know, they are amazing ways to get you where you're headed. But, you know, when I create presets for Wander Creative, I can't know, you know, if you're taking a photo on the coast of Greece, I, I, I don't know exactly how your f- camera settings were when you took the photo. So right. it may be a little more overexposed or a little underexposed. And there is some wiggle room to where when, when you apply the preset for those who may be new to that, um, it's very important to tweak the settings after you apply the preset. Mm-hmm. So... It can be tempting to look at it and be like, well, that looks nice, you know, after you apply it. But then it's like, no, drag the exposure up and down a little bit. Play with highlights, play with shadows, even some color tones. Yeah. Um, even just like the most minor adjustments can yeah. make such a difference. And totally. it is cool that you can use a single preset and customize it so many ways mm-hmm. so that it's not all. So it seems like there's a little bit more intention behind the photos you're posting because yeah. you are kind of playing around a little bit with what looks best for that specific photo, but it still does fit in with, you know, the colors that you're going for and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, and yeah, I mean, that's I a really think good point. even in the past, like I've taken presets that I've purchased online and then I will, you know, tweak it if I'm at the beach and I'm taking photos. Um, I might say, well, I want some of the blues to pop a little bit more, but I love the tones in this preset. Mm -hmm. And I'll kind of adjust it, and then I will create a new preset from those little adjustments and be like, hey, this will be my beach version of it, you know? And and that's kind of a great way to say, no, I love the use of that preset, but, you know, I'm going to tweak it for the beach or tweak it for hiking or whatever that looks like for you. So basically just get Lightroom. Just get Lightroom. <laughs> Download it's free the free Lightroom on app. Mobile. Yeah. It's so easy. Anytime I post a picture on my personal feed, like that's my go-to. Yeah. I have so many of my own presets just saved and I'll tweak them up a little bit. It's so good. Yeah. It, you can't have too many presets. No, you really can't. And I mean, that being said, I, I do typically try to stick to a um, color theme still on my photos. You know, like mm-hmm. I pull a lot of like teals and reds out in my photos. Yeah. Um, but I do use a lot of presets and, you know, I have a, I have the theory that you take a hundred photos and you love two of them, you yeah, know, and it's exactly. like, just shoot. That works. Anyways, this isn't a photography podcast. This is a <laughs> <laughs> cohesive feed podcast. Um, but so, I mean, that is something to consider too, is like yeah. the photos that you're taking also go into, like you could, 
slap a preset on a bad picture and it's not going to look good. So yep. and, you and have to consider that vice versa. Well. Right. Where you could, you know, take the best photo and if you don't have the right preset, it's it like, just well, won't, yeah, that looks okay. You exactly. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I mean, they, and that's something that we will talk about in today's digital marketing quick tip later. Uh, but both things are very important, you know, Yeah. getting the composition right and um, all that good stuff. And so, you know, that kind of brings us very nicely into another question I wanted to ask, which is like, what are some of the things you think through when you post, you know, like you're like, all right, I, you know, want to make another post today or whatever. Mm-hmm. What are just some things to like keep in mind? I think it's important to really think through what's going to be relevant to your brand. Mm-hmm. For Wander, I like to do like if I'm having a hard time coming up with like something to post, I'll usually use like a picture that is relevant to the brand. Like mm-hmm. for us, maybe that's a picture of our podcast studio or maybe a shoot that we had done before and had some behind the scenes photos for. And then in my copy, I'll write something about podcasts or Mm -hmm. something about using our studio to get cool pictures like these behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's important to think about what's going to be relevant to your brand because that ties into the cohesion of your Mm -hmm. feed and is it something that you actually want to share? It's something I talked a lot about in one of our last podcasts, but just being authentic with your brand mm-hmm. is super important. And that rings true for the photos that you're posting too. Like you don't want it to be something that just feels random. And there's a way to keep it relevant, but also keep it aesthetically pleasing and looking nice. So yeah, um, that's awesome. And for, if you don't mind me, shouting you out oh, please um, do. <laughs> your instagram is something i literally use as motivation so Stop. those of you guys who are seeing it right what now i'm looking at your instagram wow. and you know as you guys look down it's like i'm seeing a lot of like like awesome harsh shadows between light and dark and then i'm seeing like some dark blacks flowers like yeah there's just such a uh cohesiveness here you know like you look at stuff like that and that's I think yeah so to use myself as an example I guess like I think about the things that I like and I like like you just showed me a picture Mm -hmm. that I posted of literally my nightstand but to me that represents like a peaceful like corner of my house like I like to be like comfy I like for things to be like neat and like I also love like greenery and like flowers Mm -hmm. and stuff and so I feel like in my feed I have a lot of kind of greens and like neutrals and stuff so really like as long as you know your brand very well and like the audience that you're trying to reach I feel like it comes a little bit more naturally to be like this is something that this brand would share yeah Um, oh yeah I mean I think when you posted the nightstand one I was like I think I messaged you I was like are you serious (laughs) like this is this is amazing so something that I also want to brag on you about is, and this is something from a photography standpoint that I also want to keep improving on, um, is the importance of like tight shots and then further back shots. So like some, some photos where you're like, all right, um, you know, I see a lot here and this is like a, maybe a wide open landscape. And then some that I'm less good at, which are like up close detail shots. And this is one of my favorites that you've posted. And it's the one of, um, uh, yes. the necklace up the necklace close that I was wearing. And I was just like, these are, these are detail shots, 
but they are like this one right here. Mm-hmm. And it's that's so cool to me where it's like a few details, but yeah. the entire photo only has a few things in it. Mm-hmm. And that that's a good point that you brought up is like, thinking through what all of your photos are going to look like together. Like you can have a good picture of a landscape or whatever, but if you always post photos kind of far away, capturing like the whole scene, Mm -hmm. your feed might start to look a little busy. So that's kind of something to think about. I always like to use a good mix of like detail shots and then, you know, wider shots. And something to think about is maybe download an app or something that will allow you to see what your feed is going to look like before you post. So then you don't have to like, I know some people still like post something and delete it to see if it looks good on their feed. But I have the preview app for my personal use. um, And we use Loomly. It's a scheduling platform. We use that at Wander. So that allows me to kind of see what the feed is going to look like as well. But Yeah, I mean, preview app is free. You can download it and just upload your photos in there to see what they're going to look like. You can play around, like move things around to see how they look better order wise. So I would highly suggest that if you're really getting into the cohesive feed thing. Yeah. And I think even like on my own feed, um, you know, looking at this photo was actually inspired by you. Wow. Because I was like. I'm honored. That's a good photo. I appreciate it's it. very that detailed. One, yeah. And that was actually, I used to have a thing where I refused to post pictures if I took the picture with my iPhone, which is really? so, so arrogant. Normalize and, uh, iPhone photos. I know. That's I know. all I use. And I think that photo was even inspired by you because I was like, I, I want to post something up close and like bring someone into the details. Right. Rather than just. So. I think that kind of leads into a good point too. Yeah. Um, We were talking a little bit before this about the relevance of aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. used finger quotes for that if you're not watching this. (laughs) But, like, is it something that's still going to be relevant, like, a few years from now? And, like, what really does that look like? Because I know a few years ago the big aesthetic was almost like – I remember for me – well. For me, I follow a bunch of influencers, and so it was very, like, orangey, warm. Oh, yeah, like, the Trump filters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone looked like Trump. Kind of, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just very, you could tell it was filtered, and I feel Browns like now we're moving into, like, a kind of less filtered filter mm-hmm. look. Yeah. At least that's where I'm at with my own personal feed. Like, I will do yeah. the bare minimum editing for all of mine just to bring out the tones that I want. But for the most part, they kind of look more unedited. Mm-hmm. So, and you mentioned, like, you used to only let yourself post things that were taken on, like, a camera. And, like, yeah. I think for a while when I was in my little blogger phase, like, I thought that that I had to take all of my pictures on my nice camera and post them yes. that way. But now... I'm very into the make Instagram casual again movement. I think, I just think that's so great. And like, Mm -hmm. I think that it still looks good. And I think the thing about aesthetic is that like, it's kind of a trend thing where Mm -hmm. it's like fashion, you know, like we have different trends that come and go. And I feel like that's the same thing for aesthetic. And like, at the end of the day, there's like a billion different aesthetics out there. Yeah. And so I don't think that, is going to go away ever. I think there's always going to be people that like to have things a little bit more filtered and cohesive. And then there's going to be people that like to just keep it as casual as possible. Like they'll just take a picture and post it immediately. And that's also an aesthetic, you know, like everybody kind of has their own, which is fun. And I feel like speaks very well to your brand, which Mm -hmm. is why that's 
kind of something I feel like you need to think about is like what message is your brand trying to send and then all the things that you post tie into that. So yeah, it's it kind of reminds me of like how every year, you know, there are a lot of like advertising or design firms that'll be like, hey, this is 2022's design trends. Yeah. So like these are the upcoming things. It's textures, it's leopard print, it's gold, it's 3D, it's whatever. Um, these are the color tones. And I think that those color tones, like you said, like even photo editing tones will change. Like what's popular, the mm -hmm. kinds of colors people are popping, the whatever. Um, but there was actually a post that you sent me and it was interesting because it's different countries that are now kind of prioritizing saying, hey, on social media, like if you use a filter, it needs to be like shown on social media like it was taken by this filter yeah and i thought that was a very interesting idea to say like you know it's like encouraging more organic look mm -hmm. but also just being real with viewers of like hey this was edited you know right. and um that's an interesting approach yeah. as well you know yeah so yeah aesthetic staying relevant i think it's very interesting and I, like you talked about you know there was a time when it was so over edited and then there's a time when it seems like all right there's no direction on right. cohesiveness or overall aesthetic yeah. of your stuff you know do you think is that always going to be the ebb and flow or is that going to be i think it could be i mean because yeah. just like like fashion trends like i mentioned like i feel like those kind of come and go and like mm -hmm. come back into style and then go again like yeah. i could see how that could be the case mm -hmm. I do think like maybe there are some trends that like we kind of have steered away from like like sepia is that how you say it sepia Se sepia, uh -huh. sepia yeah like those type of photos like I don't yeah. see much of that anymore <laughs> yeah, and that just reminds go? me of like the first time I got a flip phone and it had a few different like photo editing things Amazing. like you can put like the cartoon frame yes, around a photo exactly so like I think some things like are just kind of like out Done. and it's you can kind of tell what is trendy aesthetics wise sure. just from looking through your social feeds for a little bit. But I think, I mean, because people and brands are so different, there's always going to be like some variation in people's styles and how they like to edit their photos mm -hmm. and like set up their feeds. And I think that's cool. And I think that's one of the things that makes social media such a cool place to like gain inspiration and stuff is that like there are so many different avenues that you can go and so really like whatever speaks to you and feels the most relevant to your brand I don't think that's necessarily something that can go out of style yeah you know what I mean yeah that's true it, so. it is it's beauty's an eye of the beholder kind of thing like yeah and I think I dude I <laughs> I will <laughs> I will never forget I just thunked the mic I, I will, did it earlier too. I will never forget you just throwing shade at sepia because it's done <laughs> It's the one, it's like black and white, you can stay. Black sepia, and white, yeah, you're sepia done. Sepia is like, it's like when your family goes on vacation and gets those old timey pictures taken Western where photos. you dress up in the, yeah. That's the only time it's okay, I feel like. And even then, Although, we should question it. If there's somebody here that uses sepia, I'm so sorry. Please keep hey, listening to our podcast. If, if that is your brand, you <laughs> stay go true. off. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, just know your brand. Yep. Pick your aesthetic and, like, stick to it. If you feel like changing it up ever, like, cool, you can change it up, but then know that and stick to it. Like, and if, you're, if your brand is sepia, maybe consider changing. <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, anyways, I think that's a good time to go off. So, so, you know, for those listening, it's like, uh, being mindful of the types of posts you guys are making, being mindful of composition of photos of the way you edit your photos. Yeah. And really it's just fun. Like, you know, like just have fun with it and like you can make it however you want to make it and just know that there are simple ways to have a cohesive feed and hopefully mm-hmm. that was something you were able to take away from this episode yeah and i mean an app i use too it's very similar to the one you use i use plan it's p-l-a-n-n and it's the same thing you can like plug your instagram into it and you can schedule out photos you can write copy you can even schedule it to like post on your instagram mm-hmm. at a certain time but um yeah we'll but list it, all of these in yeah. the show notes too yeah. so that you can download them absolutely and i think what's great is like that's a no risk way to practice what it looks like exactly to, you, you can know, play around with it to your heart's your content types of photos and yeah. yeah so you should absolutely subscribe if you're watching on youtube please do and if you want to leave us a rating and review for feeling crazy we'll take it we're like hey just please support us yeah support us we appreciate it all right hey guys uh we are going to close out with a digital marketing quick tip i just want to thank you monica uh always good chats yes yeah, we guys just so you know we talk about this when it's not a podcast so um, yeah, you're just getting the inside scoop on our conversations. Yeah, we actually is, love what we talk about this on this podcast. This is truly what we talk about all the time. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, tune back in next week for some more digital marketing goodness. See you guys. See y'all. This week's digital marketing quick tip. Editing the colors and tones of your photos is just as important as the composition of the photo itself. Make sure you have the right presets to edit your photos and tweak the settings after applying the preset to each photo to maximize the preset's capabilities. Thanks for listening to the Wander Creative Podcast. We hope that today's episode inspired and equipped you to take on the ever-changing digital marketing landscape. If you missed anything from today's episode, don't worry. We took all of the notes for you. Access this episode's show notes at wandercreative.com slash podcast. And could you also do us a favor? Let us know that you loved this episode by following the Wander Creative Podcast and leaving a positive review on whatever platform you consume podcasts. We'll catch you next time on the Wander Creative Podcast. And until then, we hope that you make the most out of all that the digital world has to offer you.